my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 87 of the Movie Maniacs podcast. Holy cow, ladies and gentlemen, we just got a deleted scene of the Batman with Barry Keoghan as the Joker. I got this a mere 10 minutes ago. I watched the clip. I didn't know this was coming out. I didn't know if they were ever going to show us anything besides that one scene that we got in the Batman. But holy cow. Ladies and gentlemen, I am shocked, thrilled, riveted to come here and talk about this scene. It, came, it dropped an hour ago and somebody alerted to me that this was out. I clicked on it as soon as I saw it. I had no time to, to wait. I just watched this scene and I have some thoughts. I have some um, fan reactions as somebody who loves the Joker, who loves the Batman. I am completely uh, taken aback and uh, riveted by this scene that we just got. When I saw this clip, I was a little skeptical. Was it going to be good? Was it going to be bad? It ended up being incredible. I loved, I loved this little snippet that we got. You know, when you can listen to Sam and I's review of the Batman. When we got that Joker scene, I wasn't convinced that we needed it. It should have been a post-credit scene. I don't know. And it was something that I had a little, a, a few minor gripes about, but nothing that stopped it from being a great film. Uh, don't get me wrong. But this scene is is incredible. I, I loved, I loved this scene. It has a lot of tension in it. It's of course, since Matt Reeves is behind the camera, it's beautifully shot. And I wasn't sure from the scene that we got in the Batman that Barry Keoghan was going to be the the right Joker if he was going to be uh, uh, the Joker that I felt that this universe needed. This scene completely had has me convinced. We didn't get a whole lot of that, of the look that this Joker was going to have or how Barry Killian was going to be playing this character. But after this scene, you're really able to get what this take is going to be. And yet there is so much more to explore here. I am so just I am I am so overwhelmed and and thrilled by what this scene showed us. Honestly, I mean, if people had their guys, oh, the movie was too long, and we should have cut more out of it. I wish that this scene was in the movie. It would make the Joker scene that we got make much more sense. And oh my, oh my gosh, it, wow, man, this this scene was awesome, and I I, I absolutely loved it. Barry Keoghan, the the scars, you know, the crazy hair, everything. It looked great. I loved what they showed us here. Him in the Arkham outfit, this kind of softer voice that he has. It's not that menacing at first. It's very timid, but it's got this creepy undertone to it that I think it makes this Joker perfect for the Matt Reeves universe. You can already feel this dynamic that is between Batman and Joker. The Batman is bringing Joker this information on the Riddler, seeing what he can tell him, and Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! It is. It is just. It's great stuff. It. It. I love. I. I love the dynamic that we get here. How uh, they. They are showing us that these two clearly have a past beforehand, and there is almost this kind of kinship between the two that they have this history. Batman is looking for advice, and it is very weird that the, this. And it makes sense though that this Batman is coming to the Joker for help. That is something that has been in the comics. All the way, you know, and earliest memories for me as a child, the Batman animated series. I, I remember, you know, Joker 
there, I'm sure there's an episode of Joker going to or Joker being asked for advice by Batman. I, I think it's something that is played long throughout the comics and that Matt Reeves is is using that type of dynamic and putting it here in this scene. I loved it. I loved every second of it. The, the buildup to the Joker's full look, I think is great. I love the makeup. You know, obviously people have been talking about how crazy Colin Farrell looks in the movie. And this Joker looks awesome. And Barry, Barry Keoghan is playing it perfectly. I love how he is. he's having this soft voice, but you clearly get that he is understanding these situations. And he is, in many ways, a little bit smarter than Batman in a couple of areas. And he's using that to his advantage. And as the scene and the tension, as it all escalates, we get more and more understanding about what the Joker knows about this about this uh this killer how he's already read through this and that he already kind of has a read on batman and that you know we, we got little hints that batman thought that uh, these these people might deserve it these corrupt politicians that they might have had it coming there was one scene that we got between him and jim gordon that kind of hinted to that this i think is a perfect capper on on that idea i love that they that they gave us this scene. I wish it was in the movie. Quite frankly, I, I am a little disappointed that we didn't get it, but you know, I, I have no, uh, no complaints here. This, this scene worked so well for me. I, I love the dynamic that we get between these two and man, just the, the final bit, the, the Joker's laugh, you know, a Barry Kogan, his take is it really just worked for me in this scene. I'm excited for what is to come. I'm sure that we are in store for a great Joker story. Whether that is what the second Batman film needs, that remains to be seen. I'm not quite convinced, but I am excited for Barry Keoghan to come into his own in this universe and show us his take on the Joker because I think that I, I think that we're in for something very, very special here. Is it going to be as good as Heath Ledger's or Walking Phoenix? That remains to be seen because this is just one scene, and I'm not sure whether or not that this will reach those heights. That, but I, I gotta say, Barry Keoghan is a very good up and coming actor. He's taking these smaller roles, you know, American Animals, Dunkirk. Even Eternals, I thought that he was one of the standouts uh, performance-wise. He has always impressed me in what he's been in, and I really feel like this is going to be him uh, just showing his full potential and the range that he'll be able to go to. He's an unexpected pick for the Joker, but then again, so is Heath Ledger. It makes perfect sense to me. After this scene, I, I get it. I wish this scene was in the movie. To me, I felt I felt like it fits. And maybe I'm wrong. You know, I'm not an editor. I'm not a producer. I'm not a director. Maybe that uh, there's something here that I'm missing. But I would have loved this scene in the movie. I think it'd have been a totally unexpected surprise. And I know that the last scene for many people in the Batman with that with that Joker scene, it was an unexpected surprise. But to me, this scene is leaps and bounds above it because it shows it just gives us that perfect amount of taste on the relationship between the Joker and Batman. This, whoa, boy, I, I'm, I'm ecstatic for it. I loved it. Uh, I, I got no complaints here. And I didn't really come in here prepared to say much. All I got to say is that Batman and Joker, the, them kind of, you know, having that head-to-head -head moment here in this one scene, but also this kind of sense of uh, almost respect and uh, a mutual... Uh, Mutual respect, I would say, between the two is is just it's exactly what the comics has always had, and you know if Matt Reeves has is giving us stuff that we have not seen in 
previous Batman films and Nolan and David Goyer, they showed us certain aspects of the Batman universe and Matt Reeves is showing us another side and a side that I may love even more with further exploration through this universe, better, better sequels. I am so, I am just ecstatic for Matt Reeves' vision. You guys know that I, I really did like the Batman. It, it's, it's, become one of my favorite films quite honestly and I haven't I haven't forgotten about it I can't wait to watch it over and over and over again I am just so enthused for what Matt Reeves is going to do for this universe I think that we're in for something great something bigger and man this Joker scene it it, it got me I, I got chills. I got goosebumps in that in that fi in the final moments of this scene. I was getting goosebumps. I mean, I just loved the makeup, the directing, the way that these two were facing off with one another, and this understanding that Joker had. He's opened up that he is, sees Batman as an open book, and that we are uh, getting this dynamic fully fleshed out. It's just. It's got me super excited, and I came here, you know, completely unprepared. I don't, you know, don't even have a hat on. I, I needed to come here and fully, fully state how awesome I think that this scene is, how excited I am for future, for future Matt Reeves, Robert Pattinson, Batman, and I knew that I was, but this scene, the hint of this Joker, the the greatness that I see here, I see something really great, and. Man, you know, I don't know what the reaction is going to be to this scene yet. Obviously, I think it's I, I think it's going to be great. I, I don't see how anybody could have a problem with this scene. I mean, if you had a nitpick for Barry Keoghan in the Batman, to me, I have no more nitpicks because this, this scene here gives me a Joker that I am very much excited to explore in future Batman films. So uh, uh, complete props to Barry Keoghan for, for really going for this very tough role. I mean, Joker, when when this kind of, I don't know if this character is ever going to die off, but there may be a time where people stop playing this character, but the the, uh, the, the effect that this character has had on pop culture, on movies, on on books, just in, in archetypes, uh, this is a legendary character. And for Barry Keoghan to be going for it, tackling it, it's a very... Very hefty task, but you know what? I, I'm confident that he's going to be able to pull it off. So I, I'm super thrilled, very much excited for the future. I, I want them to take their time on this. If the Batman takes four years to come out, that's fine with me as long as it's good, as long as it's great, and if it's better, whoo, boy, I think we're in for an awesome trilogy, ladies and gentlemen, and this scene is further confirmation. I loved it. I got chills. It was everything I wanted it to be. I wasn't sure if this Batman was going to work with this version of the Joker, and yet I am fully convinced now that we are in for a great take on the Joker. Check out this scene if you have not already. It's to me, it was chilling. It was effective. It gave me exactly what I wanted between Batman and Joker. I, I no no complaints. It was it was Chef's kiss, spot on. Check out the scene if you haven't, ladies and gentlemen. I think that you're in for something very special. If you liked what Matt Reeves did for the Batman, you're going to like this scene. Very thankful that Warner Brothers and Matt Reeves released this scene, showed it to us because I think it, for me it just gets me all the more excited about what we're going to see in this Joker. And honestly, you know, uh, Matt Reeves is talking about how there was a four-hour version of this movie, and if it's got more stuff like this that is this effective, if all the deleted scenes are as good as this, I want that Matt Reeves cut. Release the Matt Reeves cut, please. Because, man, I would be totally down for a four-hour version of this movie. And obviously, it, it makes sense for Warner Brothers not to go that direction in theaters, but for home video, come on. I, I know you guys want it. I know I want it. 
Warner Brothers, give me the four-hour Matt Reeves cut because if it's just as good as what of this scene of the Joker, then boom! I'm excited. I'm super excited for what we're for what we're in store for here, guys. Check out the scene. I've got nothing to say bad about it. It's an awesome scene. I am glad that we got it released to us. And man, we're in for. Went for something. Went for something pretty great. So I'm just gonna leave you guys with that. Go check out the scene. I saw it on uh, Joe Blow's trailers or whatever that that yet YouTube channel. So you can go find it there. I'll I'll, I'll put the link in the description. Woo! Chef's kiss, ladies and gentlemen. I loved this scene. Go check it out. I. Woo! I. I've got nothing bad to say about it. So anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. I just wanted to pop on here. You know, we're doing about a 12-minute little episode here. But, you know, we're doing it on YouTube now. Go check out that page if you haven't. And I want to give a plug real quick. I'm going to be talking about it for the rest of the week. The Oscars are March 27th, and it, it is 7 to 10 p.m. Central Time. If that's your time, do the math, whatever. Add an hour, subtract an hour. You know how the times work, ladies and gentlemen. You will t If you could tune in for the Oscars, that's great. And remember, if you haven't subscribed to the Movie Maniacs Podcast YouTube channel, then go do that, please. I would very much appreciate it. It is going to be uh, something that I'm really going to try and focus on. I, I've talked about it before. I wanted to put the podcast on a YouTube page, and we're finally doing it. It is done. There's a little short out there for you guys what's coming up. That If you want to know what's coming up for the podcast, that YouTube channel is the best way to get the information quickest. So go there. I've got one of the up right now, and hopefully we're going to get more and more and more as uh, as the time goes on and as the channel gets older and older. I'm very much excited to be working on this channel. The I'm, I bought a bunch of equipment. You know, I'm just shooting this on my iPhone right now with a tripod, but uh, the the video quality is going to get even better and. Uh, man, I'm just, I'm super excited to launch this channel. I'm going to be watching the Oscars live on the YouTube channel. So give it a watch, guys. I, I hope you'll tune in. I'll be answering any questions that you guys have, any comments, anything you want me to talk about. I will be doing it during the three-hour Oscars show. Guys, I'm super excited for the Oscars. They're going to be horrible, but man, it's the Oscars, and I'm going to be tuning into these bad boys uh, for some time now, and I'm going to try to do that. This is the year I've seen the most... Oscar-nominated films, the most films out of any year. So I've got a lot of thoughts of the nominations. Things are going to go horribly. You can tell, guys. I don't know who's hosting. I think it's like Amy Schumer or something. I don't like Amy Schumer a whole lot, but you know, you could tell they're going to make some mistakes, obviously, and there's already been some stubs. Denise new not being nominated for uh, Best Director is going to go down as one of the biggest uh, shambles in Oscars history. But uh, you know, we're going to talk about it all Sunday at 7 p.m. Central Time. Thank you guys so much for listening. This was episode 87 of the Movie Maniacs podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Remember, the Movie Maniacs podcast YouTube channel, the same logo, everything. That's where I'll be telling you guys what's coming up on the podcast, and I'll try to upload all the new episodes through there from now on. Remember, Uncharted and Dog Reviews are coming soon. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And remember, the nonukemhub.blogspot.com if you want to see any more of my reviews. And then don't forget, letterboxed handle Noah Nukem. Guys, thank you so much for, for, for watching. I hope that you guys check out the scene. I'll put the, the link in the description below. Thank you guys. If you're, if you're tuning in through YouTube, welcome. And I'll have to get better at looking at the camera because I can tell my eyes have been a little off. But, yeah, I, 
I'm thrilled. The scene was awesome. And hopefully you guys will tune in 7 p.m. Central Time for the Oscars live on the Movie Main X podcast YouTube channel. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. Uh, peace out.